0: I'm going to drop a little knowledge bomb on you guys. 60 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. Oh my gosh. Say that one more time. 60 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut.
1: So basically if your gut's compromised, you're going to get sick
0: all the time. Yes, yes.
1: Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. We're here again we're here again weird weird (laughs) we're here every week in your ears so uh this this is gonna be a fantastic episode because this has
0: been a long time coming this is gonna be a part one part tour get ready to like really geek out with us you guys and troubleshoot the crap out of your crap
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that took me by surprise it just came out oh my word the crap out of your crap. <laughs> no,
0: for real. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about poop for a hot minute. <laughs> we're gonna talk about digestion. It's gonna be amazing. But, gonna first,
1: be, but first we're gonna You have up. something
0: so freaking exciting to share and I cannot I just can't I, it almost doesn't feel real to be able to talk about it
1: publicly. So I know it's been a long time coming. So <sighs> if you guys don't know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know because I can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, also you are sharing it with your insiders over there. I am, by the I way, am. at Jenny B Beauty on Instagram for real. That's that's where I shout
1: tend to just kind of tell everybody everything. So in <laughs> <laughs> the Instagram stories, um, you might have seen me show a fantastic little like blurp about something exciting I've been doing since last November was when this started. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah. It's gonna be almost a year by the time it all comes back around. Yes. And it
1: was not supposed to be that way. Let me tell you. Well, <laughs> So I have a fantastic uh, little startup company that's starting called Luxley Beauty and it's going to be all based around beauty accessories. It's going to be around things that you need in your life, uh, things that I love and I just want to be able to give back to the world because I love them too. And it's been a long process trying to get our first product set out. And you're going to be able to find this on Amazon and it is a, a beautiful set of makeup brushes that I got to curate myself. Uh it was a long long process to be able to go back to the manufacturer. I mean, we went back and forth probably 3 or 4 times. We even got in a fight. Oh. <laughs> We got in a business fight. It's not really like a fight fight, but you know what I mean. We got to forget you. Yeah, forget you. I'm going to find somebody else. And oh, crap, I can't find anybody else. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it was this long process. So our manufacturer is in China, just so you guys know. So this is a long it's it's hard to communicate with people in China over business. And it's hard to get through the language barrier, the time barrier. So if you ever hear me discussing about like having entrepreneur dreams that deal with products that come out of China. I, that's, that's the bulk of it. It was this past, gosh, it's been uh, nine months, 10 months, nine, 10 months. And, the makeup brushes really—they feel like my baby now. Like you know, when you work totally on something
0: they're totally your alone. baby. Gosh, guys, I'm holding it in my hand right I now. I know.
1: I gave her a set finally, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so excited to just give it to her. She's seen it along the way, but now it's hers. She can take it
0: home. I'm so
1: excited. So it's a it's a beautiful set. That um, the cool part about it is that makes it a little unique. It, well, one, they're vegan, so they're no animal products. On the brush set itself. That was important to me because the way that the hair gets, it gets harvested is not always great. And, yeah. um, that not, would
0: be a very difficult thing to, I'm not vegan in my food control.
1: Sure. I'm just not, but I care very much about how animals get treated. Of course. Right. Right. So it was important to me and so this vegan is this set is vegan and it is rose gold on the metal parts and the handle itself is like this pearl white that's gorgeous I just absolutely love.
0: And the weight of the brushes feels really good. They're very substantial.
1: For They're sure. They're very
0: substantial.
1: Yeah, and that was important to me too, because in my professional makeup career I have used thousands of brushes. Like and I still have hundreds of my own. And being able to say I don't like this. I like this. And having experience with it was a big deal for me to be able to make my own set. But the part that makes this set so unique besides being vegan and the colors are beautiful. I love the, the way um, the brush ended up looking. The color. They're magnetic. So they come with a metal plate, a white metal plate. And the beautiful part is, is you can keep them in the box. They come, they, you just fold them all about and you can put them in a drawer, but they also look beautiful on a table. You can set them up and they make this most satisfying, you know, that sound of magnetic magnets hit each other. It really is really satisfying. Oh, it's like, man, if you think the tap, tap of the brush, when you're like trying to get the pigment off is satisfying, you put that magnetic brush on that plate. I've been doing it for months now. So now I've grown really accustomed to it. And I love that sound that when it hits the plate sounds silly, but it's so satisfying. (laughs) So I chose to go that route because I wanted something beautiful. I wanted something that could be displayed on a tabletop for, or a vanity or um, anything like that. And it was a little unique, you know, having a cup to put your makeup brushes in. Yeah, totally cool. I own like a bajillion of them, but I hadn't seen anything like this before. And so it was really fun to, um, innovate and like work with the manufacturer on making sure it was the right strength because we had a set that um the strength was too high and it couldn't get it off the plate, <laughs> you know, and then had other ones but it wasn't strong enough and they kept falling over. It's so a lot of trial and error, lots yeah. of testing, a lot of testing. I think our manufacturer was getting frustrated with me too, but I was like, I want this to be
0: right. I'm not gonna put something. Well, you're not there. gonna put your name on something. No. But- yeah. So So you're going to be doing some some partnerships with I am. with bloggers and So
1: Luxley Luxley Beauty, the whole point of Luxley is a a collaborative effort in beauty accessories. So I really want I really want influencers to feel like they're collaborating with a brand that that's what they do. Like it's not just one product that happens to collaborate with somebody big, you know. To, I want someone who's a an influencer to customize the set the way they want, you know, build a set that has got the colors that resonate with them. But on top of that, the best part about this is, is that every time an influencer works with us, 10% of our profit goes to a proceed of their choice. So they get to choose where they want to put their efforts and their audience gets to choose. I mean, you could actually if potentially ask your audience what charity resonates with them. You know, I love that. And it's, it's just a way for influencers to feel like they can give back. And, uh, the cool part is, is that we're, we're launching right around when this comes out. So right around when this comes out, you're going to have an opportunity to be able to, uh, shoot Luxley your email and we'll be able to shoot you guys a limited time offer for our kind of opening launch, Um, and we would love to hear how you guys feel about it how you know what your experience has been like Uh, we're going to be predominantly on amazon probably for a long time because my business partner is an amazon aficionado and knows all the things amazon so we're going to be selling on there so
0: you'll be able to find it amazon means you'll get to prime it yeah, prime. You're gonna prime and get it in two days. You get your makeup brushes in two days. Boom. You don't have to go without your Luxley brushes for too long. Ooh.
1: <laughs> and I'm just oh I'm so excited for people to have it in their hands because it's well, and just the, been such an effort. The
0: branding, the branding and the design is so beautiful. Thank you. It's so beautiful. It's really simple. It's awesome. super like clean and crisp and feminine and Mm -hmm. gorgeous thank
1: you that makes me feel so good because sometimes when you're on a project where you're staring at a computer screen and it's a lot of like okay in theory this is how it's supposed to look but you know especially when your manufacturer is so far away it just takes a long time to get things to you and yeah man the branding was like kind of a big deal because it was all me like I designed that you got it so that's
0: Yay. what's up with me. It's kind of So you of guys, big. go pick up your first set of Luxly brushes or Yay. if you have someone that needs a wonderful gift mm-hmm. in the next couple of months during the holidays. It's going to be uber affordable. Really, yes. A really beautiful makeup brush set can go a really long way with your... <sighs> with your friends and your family who love makeup
1: yes so definitely check that out i'm so excited but no oh thank you it was a, it's kind of big for me i'm still kind of like right you're reeling I'm like you're yeah really i'm just like oh this is actually happening now if it's yeah when it happens so long you just you feel like it's never gonna happen or it's never gonna go beyond just you and like your friends but now that i know it's gonna be going to anyone that wants to buy it it's like kind of
0: surreal so yeah i'm pumped but what's up with you well, this episode will be airing on my husband's birthday, Ah, so then in a week, we're going to be going to a fun little vacation for a few mm. days out in Central Oregon, again, just oh, we love Central, Central Oregon. Oregon, in Bend, and uh, we have a concert out there. We're going to go see The Head and the Heart, which I'm mm. super excited for. So in I, Central Oregon? Yeah, in Bend, at the amphitheater oh, in Bend, gosh. so... better instagram stories that oh i will stories it i will stories it so that's gonna be fun i'm very excited for that and then i actually have a couple of beauty getter events planned while i'm in bend so that'll be fun multitasking oh yeah always (laughs) um so we uh we're excited to get a little getaway my husband's gonna take two days off for the school year like two weeks into the school year that's awesome <laughs> take a couple personal days so <laughs> we got an airbnb and we're just gonna enjoy ourselves and hang out with family who we hung out with a few weeks ago oh too gosh, so that sounds
1: so amazing yeah
0: we're excited to just have a little little getaway for his birthday and oh, you know we need it as a couple too as of this episode um not airing but being recorded we still haven't gone on our anniversary date (laughs) but this is the plight of being married for 13 years people you
1: get to a point where you're like
0: we'll fit it in where we can yep which means three (laughs) weeks after the fact so for real we'll make it happen this week
1: (laughs) oh i love it we're actually when this airs we'll have just gotten back from an oregon coast little getaway yay so that's gonna be really fun i haven't been to the oregon coast yet this summer and that's weird to me very that's really weird to me Me neither. Yeah, gosh. I go once or twice every year and I haven't been yet. I have Hmm. a beach day plan next week, but that's crazy to me. Like, I I will usually go as soon as the weather's not like melt your face off freezing.
0: Yeah, and for those of you who aren't local or in the state of Oregon, the Oregon beach is called the coast, not the beach. Yes,
1: because it's it's a coast, (laughs) not a beach. It's not a (laughs) beach. I mean, there might be some sand, but it's going to be real cold. Yeah, it's a coastline with very little spots to actually like play in the ocean that was a huge revelation to me when i was in california i played in the ocean like in it like i was i swam in it for hours that's lovely and i'm like i just you don't experience that in the frigid northwest no you gotta have a (laughs) wetsuit oh gosh well there's just a lot of things going on right now but when is there not never never (laughs) never not uh Well, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I think that we're um, really excited to get going on this one. It's going to be good. It's nerd time.
0: Hey, hey. So today we're going to be geeking out hardcore <laughs> about <laughs> digestion. oh the nerdy digestion things. Guys, it's going to be real nerdy, but the real, real is that y'all need this information. Everyone needs to know what's going on with I, their poop you need to know what's going on in your guts Mm -hmm. because it determines a lot of things about your health. So many things. So let's jump right in and talk about why having good digestion is important. Let's get right to it. Why should you care about your digestion? Right. That is the question, right? We have become so incredibly accustomed to living with bloating, gas, indigestion that oftentimes we don't even recognize we have digestive problems unless yeah. these symptoms are accompanied by like stomach pain or diarrhea or maybe constipation well, and even or then, reflux
1: even then it's common so it's considered normal
0: normal it's, it's normal, normal. But what most people don't realize is that unrecognized digestive problems can could very likely be keeping them from reaching their health goals, from feeling better, mm-hmm. um, even weight loss sometimes. For me, that was true. For real. For real. It's crazy. I'll never forget going on. I mean, I, ha- I, I always need gallbladder support, and we're going to definitely dive into that for sure. Because that's um, me too. Well, yeah. But uh, when I started taking oxbile, which is bile support, for y'all that are curious about it. Uh, I literally dropped like five pounds on the spot.
1: Whoa. And
0: this was like not at a time where like I needed to, you know, lose some extra poundage. It was just like, whoa, my body would let go of some things. It was like so good. <laughs> I was processing my fat so much better. Wow. So honestly, with this conversation, you guys, my goal is to really empower you with some practical tools. Most of the practical tools will be in part two of this, but we'll start to talk about them, um, you know, to help you really dial in your food and improve your digestive health so that you can feel your best. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, like I can't stress enough how critical it is to make your digestion a priority. Like like today, like right right now, (laughs) um, the body's ability to fight chronic even acute disease states begin in the digestive system the gut chronic digestive problems often lead to intestinal permeability which is like what we call leaky gut um, and your gut is normally permeable but you know semi-permeable but then it becomes hyperpermeable. Mm. and leaky gut is when what is supposed to be eliminated yes like your poop it gets into your body
1: <laughs> like, oh gosh! and it hasn't
0: it hasn't gone through the colon yet, but um you know then it mounts an immune system it mounts an immune system response that can lead to a lot of inflammation in the body. And I'm going to drop a little knowledge bomb on you guys. 60 to eighty percent of your immune system is in your gut. Oh my gosh, say that one more time. 60 to eighty percent of your immune system is in your gut. So
1: basically, if your guts compromised, you're going to get sick all yes. the time. Yes. Oh my word! So
0: improving your digestion is the first step in not only calming inflammation but supporting your immune system. And I think one of the things that like I really want you guys to know is that there's like really obvious digestive issues out there, right? We've got a, you know IBS, which is a blanket diagnosis for the most part, where you know which folks is are coming in with digestive. BS. Diagnosis. (laughs) IBS. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, you know, they're coming in with all these digestive issues and it's like, well, you just, you have, you have problems. Um, You know, Crohn's disease we know is heavily like digestion based, ulcerative colitis, you know, digestive problems that present themselves in all sorts of symptoms. Um, And, you know, there's tons of different symptoms, but I want to mention a few chronic inflammatory conditions that are directly affected by your digestive health mm-hmm. and not might. correlated directly directly affected. Affected. yeah <laughs> affected. directly affected um anxiety and depression mm-hmm. attention deficit Ooh. diseases of your bones and skeletal system fatigue hormonal imbalances fertility Gosh. weight gain weight loss thyroid disorders heart disease cancer autoimmune conditions and arthritis and rheumatoid arthritis.
1: And I and that is not
0: even that's like
1: a that's like a summary. A, yes. That's a summary. <laughs> I was like, I would challenge anyone listening to listen to that list and not tell me that something, if not many things on that list have directly affected your life or somebody you spend yes. a lot of time with. Yeah. In your life.
0: We, I mean, we're coming up in an epidemic in our health system. Oh. Not only, you know, it's we're especially, you know, we can talk about obesity all day. We can talk about crappy food recommendations and everything. But the real, real is that we have a huge influx of autoimmunity. Oh, And now massive. we're looking at, you know, the massive changes to our genetics through epigenetics. And it's, it is alarming. And guess what? You can take some really simple steps to help yourself feel better and to improve your health tenfold guys this is
1: where i lived for the last eight years and i wish that i knew nutritional therapy practitioners existed many years ago (laughs) like i my my journey with this is learning about this stuff because i felt like i had no choice trying to deal with my my son's autoimmune condition and then having my daughter and realizing a lot of similar things were there but not the same Mm -hmm. and then even my own so it's like man take this info and and run with it the best you can because Cassie knows what's
0: up. <laughs> well, I had a good education. So, yes, I, c- you know, kudos to the Nutritional Therapy Association for sure. Thank you also, for hashtag around. not sponsored, but hopefully <laughs> eventually. <That'll be> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So honestly, you know, I think the thing to recognize with all of these conditions is that, you know, if we've got 60 to 80% of the immune system in the gut, these chronic prolonged digestive Dysfunctions basically can result in a condition as innocent as like seasonal allergies or a problem that is more aggressive, like diverticulitis or eczema or psoriasis or all sorts of inflammatory conditions. So, wait, back up. Seasonal allergies. Yes.
1: So, somebody's working and improving their digestion. They can truly see, and this is because the Pacific Northwest is like, seems to be like seasonal allergy mecca for multitude of reasons, but. I'm sure you can. D can be great, if but. you
0: if you deal with seasonal allergies, you have the potential to become completely asymptomatic. Like like you have that with, control to a certain extent. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean
1: that's I, that is something that it. I have my mother has dealt with like horrific seasonal allergies my whole life, and it was always 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 explained to me that it was something that just happened to you, and that as you get you older, just deal. Yep.
0: And another one of those BS. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want you to
1: know. That's why I said, can you reiterate that, please, one more time? Because that one would be life changing for many people because I've watched my mom and my husband both really suffer from seasonal allergies. That's just like, yeah, it's just not
0: fair, man. So <laughs> digestion is a huge piece of that. But also food intolerances are a big piece of that, too. Um, you know, if I have a client come in my office and they ask me, what can I do for my seasonal allergies? And I'm like, cut dairy right now right bye (laughs) bye bye Bye. and it it more so and that doesn't mean you won't ever be able to do dairy again it more so means that we've got some gut dysfunction we need to address Mm -hmm. and um, ideally would be able to reintroduce because dairy can be a really healthful food if you're getting it from a great source
1: yeah that was definitely true with my son who struggles with autoimmune disease like he registered high with dairy when we first started and then we got to a point where his pediatric GI doctor was like Let's give it a shot, see what happens, see what his blood levels come back like, see how his um, biopsies come back like. And we've been able to do small things like I'm still pretty leery of where we're not daily milk drinkers. No. um, But we can do better quality butters and cheeses and you know what I mean? Lower in lactose. mm -hmm, But it took us five years, five years of total avoidance. Sure. And
0: then close monitoring in his situation because of his autoimmune disease. So it is possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You can get a lot of healing done. So, um, you know, there's a lot of signs and symptoms associated with disrupted digestion that are common and some are a little bit easier to kind of brush off. But, you know, heartburn, any sort of indigestion, um, frequently upset stomach, constipation, diarrhea having gas or bloating after meals, frequent burping or belching, um, and then feeling feeling of excess fullness after meals. So like, listen, burping, belching, and flatulence, farting, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is, it's not normal. That's digestive dysfunction.
1: You know what's crazy about that is pretty much all through my 20s and my late teen years, I could burp better than any man in the room. (laughs) I was like- badge of honor man like i can i i could i could burp on command like epic proportions That's hilarious <laughs> well especially coming from me but i it was one of those as i started to get kind of woke to some of these things i started to go i started hmm. to squint my eyes and go hmm. i don't know and then meeting cassie and like having her really break it down for me i was like
0: i need I need some work. I need some help. Homegirl needs some stomach acid support. Yes. <laughs> so some potential causes of some digestive disruption can be low stomach acid. Ding oh, ding, ding, my ding, gosh. Ding. This is every, oh, gosh. all. so many people deal with low stomach acid. You know, your, your stomach acid can be... Um, negatively affected so we can get a huge decrease in stomach acid which means we don't have the level of acidity that we need in the stomach the ph goes down or the ph goes up i should say and um you know what happens is you know that's a result of stress often um eating foods that we're intolerant to eating lots of processed foods drinking soda or pop whatever you want to call it oh boy oh boy (laughs) um but other sorts of digestive kind of disruption can be caused by either not having enough or too much fiber in your diet Hmm. um so one way or the other yeah it's not just that you don't have enough fiber that's not the answer every time more fiber right you know some people have a hard time digesting roughage and they need they need it um to be in a in a more broken down form. And a lot of my clients who need digestive support, we end up doing only cooked vegetables and no raw for a period of time Mm -hmm. or very few raw so -hmm. that we can have that kind of already be broken down a little bit. So digestion is a little easier. So Mm -hmm. um, medications can definitely disrupt your digestion for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dysbiosis or candida, um, IBS style symptoms, biliary insufficiency. This means you've got a sluggish gallbladder. So your gallbladder (laughs) is your biliary, gallbladder, liver, biliary, biliary system. And, um, you know, sluggish gallbladder can, there's genetic components to it. There are, um, you know, just having a diet of a standard American diet of polyunsaturated fats. I have seen more hydrogenated fats
1: have their gallbladders emergency removed from their body. In the last eight years, gallbladder and ectomy
0: is the most common surgery in the United States.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I could count, and I could count take on, my, it.
0: on two hands, probably twice. Hear me. Hear me. People, you need your gallbladder. So <laughs> it's not this flippant thing that you just remove. You will have trouble digesting yes. fat for the rest of your life,
1: which just understand what that could mean. Hormones.
0: Like, please hormones. listen to our episode on cooking oils. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hormones. Uh, um well and that's cell it, membrane cell tissue like it's that yeah. was my journey behind
1: the if you listen to our previous episodes about me breaking open the ox bile was I just I've been telling Cassie for a while that I, I knew I struggled my gallbladder struggled because some of the like, pressure that I had been feeling in that in place where my gallbladder is and um and she I had remembered that weeks before previous to me calling her in almost emergency state she said look I'm in the business of saving gallbladders <laughs> That's literally like, I, yes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm glad she said it that way because when I started to feel like what felt like an attack coming on, I'd never had one before, but I didn't. Well, and it's so hard
0: not to just get into a space where like you think rationally, of course, the next step is to have your girl butter out. Right. 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 Simple procedure. Seems Super common. Yeah. Um, But if
1: there's a better way and you could still nurse it to health and you can still work with your body um, yep. of course like not everyone's in that state but if you are even near that you should know that that's an option absolutely which is not
0: talked about yep enough so other things that can cause digestive issues duh food intolerances and sensitivities yep leaky gut Ugh. excess of sugary or starchy foods oh my word <laughs> and uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth SIBO ah. SIBO that is a discussion for another day oh yeah, and probably a with a different professional because i have lots of people in my pocket who know a ton about sebo because it's, it's necessary people need yes. to know about it yeah so it ba- basically has to do with an overgrowth of bacteria in the small intestine um which is described in small intestinal bacterial overgrowth <laughs> um and it's you know i don't like to use the term like good bacteria and bad bacteria i actually really like dislike that you know, all bacteria has a function in the body, but we get an overgrowth in general bacteria. It's not one not, way or the other. Not either. needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so what I want to do is go through as quickly as I can, how proper digestion is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. And this is something I explain to all of my clients and She's also me. <laughs> anyone who will listen basically, but People don't really realize how much of digestion is in your head. Digestion starts in the brain. In the brain. That's so interesting
1: because so much of our brain functions dependent on what's in the gut. Yeah. It's you know, gut-brain
0: connection. So fascinating. Biggest nerve, my friend. Mm-hmm. HPA axis. So... Um, Digestion is a truly north to south process. So it begins in the brain with the sight and the smell of food, which triggers the salivary glands to produce saliva. And in the mouth is where we get the physical gateway to the digestive system, beginning with the mechanical, i.e. chewing, breakdown of food, and the chemical through saliva breakdown of food. Mm. So we get chemical and mechanical breakdown of food in the, in the mouth Um, but if we're not in a headspace where we are in a restful state because digestion begins in the brain, digestion happens when we're in parasympathetic mode. You have two central nervous system modes. You have parasympathetic and you have sympathetic. Sympathetic is I'm being chased by a lion. I'm about to die or like I have chronic stress every day in my life. Y'all are being chased by lions on a daily basis. (laughs) Um, Parasympathetic is, we call it rest and digest mode. Mm -hmm. It's where we get healing. Uh, It's the mode that we're in while we're sleeping. And most of us are trying to eat while we are like standing up or at our computer. Or driving. Mm -hmm. Or driving or literally like walking and eating. Like I mean, it's crazy. And there's no way we give ourselves the time And the space and the head space to create a parasympathetic mode. So, you know, taking some time before you eat is so important. And like really chewing your food extremely well Mm -hmm. is like step number one. This has
1: been what I've been starting with with my kids. (laughs)
0: Like we we have a little saying in the NTA and it's chew your liquids and drink your solids.
1: <laughs> oh well, that's interesting 20
0: to 30 times per bite is ideal oh basically I'm your food your food it. turns to liquid in your mouth oh yeah it's not the most appetizing thing if i'm being real with you guys yeah, Twenty to so 30 times. i you know 15 to 20 would be great be a really good place to start
1: if you're in a calm state where you're sitting nothing crazy is going on around you
0: the saliva should help <laughs> i mean yeah but still I know, right? That's why we all have compromised digestion, so we need to chew really well. And this is where you know people who have compromised digestion do really well with like soups and smoothies and Mm. braised softer foods, cooked vegetables, because they already have some of that mechanical breakdown happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's why some people just can't do like massive amounts of like raw cauliflower or broccoli, like that's those cruciferous vegetables, you know? Yeah. So the stomach as that um, as you chew and get the saliva breakdown of your food in the mouth, the stomach kind of continues that mechanical and chemical process by secreting gastric juices, including hydrochloric acid. Mm -hmm. And proteins begin to break down in the stomach. And the stomach needs to be super acidic to bathe and this disinfect. been revolutionary Incredibly
1: for me. acidic. Like when you said bathed, our food needs to be bathed, bathed in, in acid. acid. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not happening in my stomach. Yeah.
0: So not only do you need to have enough stomach acid, but it needs to be the right pH, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really interesting. You have this um, sphincter in between your stomach and your small intestine called the pyloric sphincter. Mm-hmm. And it opens for one of two reasons, pressure or acidity. And when the acidity is in the right place, it'll naturally relax, open, and allow the food to move through. Interesting. Um, And that's called the chyme, after it's been burned and churned by the stomach. Interesting. Um, And as it moves into the small intestine, then you know, that pyloric sphincter gets, it closes back up. But if we have low stomach acid, what happens is that food sits in our stomach and rancidifies and putrefies and creates pressure and pushes what very little stomach acid we do have up into our esophagus. So that's where you feel like acid reflux or, um, you know, essentially dealing with like heartburn,
1: and there's a reason why that doesn't happen right away. It has to putrefy and.
0: It takes a while. Yeah.
1: So your heart yeah, you have it later. Hits an hour later. Yeah, right? absolutely.
0: And so. then, and so the pressure that builds, if you get bloating, this is also another symptom. If you don't get acid reflux or um, if you don't experience heartburn, bloating is a good sign of this too. Um, that's how I experience it. I don't really get heartburn. Mm-hmm. But um, the bloating is that expansion of the gases in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And that pressure will move that chyme even though it hasn't gotten the proper breakdown into the small intestine. So now we've got food that usually isn't chewed well enough by the time it hits the stomach. And then in the stomach that hasn't been bathed in enough acid before it hits the small intestine. And so our food just isn't broken down enough. And in the small intestine, we've got the release of hormones into the bloodstream that stimulate the breakdown of carbohydrates, fat and protein into energy and nutrients for the body. Um, And they get a little help from the gallbladder and the pancreas. So that's where the gallbladder and the pancreas come in. And within the small intestine the the breaking down of those carbohydrates fat and protein into energy is going to be mitigated if those those food particles are not small enough yeah they haven't been broken down enough body's going to just be like i don't know what yeah to do this. and this <laughs> is where we get the punching of like basically microscopic holes into the gut and extended hyperpermeability instead of permeability leaky you get gut. leaky gut you get um, particles and you get Proteins and all sorts of things passing through into the bloodstream, um, mm-hmm. which cr- mounts an immune response from the body, and then we can get things like you know leaky gut for sure, food intolerances, but down the line, like autoimmunity, because mm-hmm. the body is going to mount an attack against those proteins um, in the body. So what hasn't been broken down in the small intestine moves to the large intestine where water is recycled. And then any lost nutrients that are still available are captured with the help of gut flora. So that's where all our gut bugs live. Mm. Um, And it converts nutrients into vitamins. So you still get conversion of some nutrients into the large intestine. And the large intestine then forms and expels feces through the colon, right? Hopefully. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, that is ideal that you actually do poop your food. So... (laughs) <laughs> again guys poop it's a real thing Yep. so you know I think there are a lot of tips that I have for you guys to improve your digestion we're going to talk about more about where digestive dysfunction can come in through that north to south process um, and that's all going to come in part two yeah, we had this to part two. Yeah, this is, a <laughs> so part, to say. this is a part two, or it would be like a two plus hour episode, and we've already done those with our Get to Know You episodes. <laughs> so in the next episode, you'll hear from me um, You know, some tips to improve your digestion, um, some simple ones, and then also we'll kind of do some troubleshooting when it comes to constipation and diarrhea, and then um, answer a couple of questions from listeners, so... Yeah, that definitely
1: puts us in a great place to talk about what to do after you've listened to this kind of stuff is definitely give us a review. Uh, we say that a lot, but that's how meaningful it is to us is it shows us what kind of content you guys are interested in. And also don't hesitate if you have questions in the beauty space, in the nutrition space, our Instagram is a great place to reach out to us right now. You can you can DM us, you can comment on one of our pictures and we really do take note of that. So if you have Direct questions, like we'd love to put it in the podcast so we can help answer lots of the people's questions too. But Cassie, I cannot thank you enough for giving me this knowledge and then also like passing this on because this has been super meaningful to me on like a daily basis. And trying to pass this info on to other people, it's just not the same. Like, I'd rather have them hear it from you. <laughs> you just get to be like, okay,
0: listen to episode 17 of Rebel Heart Radio. Yep, here's your link. There you go. Like, <laughs> So thank you so much. My pleasure. Honestly, thanks for letting me nerd out.
1: Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com. Or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode.
0: recording <laughs> with the it's
1: going to turn okay. I like
0: it <laughs> I, I, I like, it, like it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> seriously yeah Cardi, you're in a delirious state of recording so <laughs> <laughs> don't mind us oh goodness <laughs> you first what well hmm maybe think about that for a second <laughs>